Hello and welcome to the Green Business Podcast, a show about climate entrepreneurs and their exciting businesses. I am your host Bharti for these weekly conversations about scaling up a climate-driven business. My guest today is Rohit Grover from Aero Strovelos Energy, which is building India's first microgas turbine that will allow heavy commercial vehicles. to shift to clean fuels such as natural gas hydrogen and biofuels rohit started working on microgas turbines in 2014 as part of his aerospace engineering course at iit madras where he also found his co-founders and incubation support the company is working closely with the indian trucking industry to help them go green and has also recently raised seed funding from tube investments a leading engineering company Thank you for making time today Rohit welcome to the show Thanks a lot Bharti for having me here it's it's my pleasure Okay so Aerostrovelos is a beautiful and longish name can you talk about the story behind the name Yeah I think I was just trying to you know so uh, yeah so basically what we are making is a gas turbine and I was trying to come up with a unique way to you know have it in my company's name itself and i i could figure out some greek name uh, aero which means air and strobilos which has something to do with turbine so i kind of combined them both together and came up with a company name i knew that it is a little bit long but i felt that it's too unique for me to let let it go and uh, <laughs> yeah that's how we started the company <laughs> no no it's lovely and we can always call it aepl so no problem uh, now uh, can you talk about what you are building is it a microgas turbine or a microgas turbine power vehicle yeah so basically what we are building is a microgas turbine and this is uh, same as what you see in in aircraft as a jet engine it's a miniature version of it uh, and so this we call it as a microgas turbine it's a, it's a low power level and uh, we intend to basically put this on a truck in partnership with the trucking companies we are not building the vehicle ourselves we are only building this uh, turbine or let's say the engine per se as you may want to call it okay and uh, and can you explain why uh, why miniaturizing a, a turbine is is difficult that is one and secondly what all will it do to the truck right so basically let me answer your first part so why miniaturizing is important so you know turbines have been around for almost you know 50 60 years they've been running in aviation and they've been in fact powering our cities as as much bigger machines of hundreds of megawatts they have been known for their reliability they have been known for their performance and you know it has various advantages over you know uh, the ic engines uh, per se mm-hmm. so that's the reason uh, I mean that's their importance, and miniaturizing them is a big challenge owing to their cost. So today we see them in only those applications, and not in commonplace applications such as you know, like a you know, uh, like a generator, like a diesel generator, or uh, in a car, or in a, in a truck, or in a bus, hmm. because of their exorbitantly high cost. And that's the challenge that we have taken up, and that's that's what we are addressing. Yeah, we have a few you know innovations around it that helps us you know solve that particular problem, but uh, specifically to make this whole technology affordable at a you know this particular scale and uh, i'm sorry what was the second question second question is uh, why uh, what is you know what is it doing to the truck okay what's it doing to the truck right yeah. so basically today the truck is being 
uh, or let's say any uh, vehicle for for that matter is been run by uh, an internal combustion engine or let's call it as ic engine that uses uh, you know like a pistons and you know it has all kind of reciprocating motions and it is directly basically driving the wheels but what we are doing with the turbine is we are actually converting the truck into a, a hybrid vehicle okay mm. so what what it means is so the truck will still in this case in this kind of a turbine based truck it will still be driven by an electric motor and uh, the turbine that we are building is going to generate electricity electric power mm. uh, with the help of certain fuels uh, that will be stored on board the vehicle and that electricity will be used to basically power the motor power the drivetrain of the uh, truck so basically this turbine truck is nothing but an electric truck at the front but a turbine generator on board okay and and this truck you mentioned that it will run on multiple fuels is it right so our turbine is basically fuel flexible and uh, it can it can take in you know diesel today diesel is widely available and that's the only fuel that a customer can go for mm. but there are, are other fuels that are being planned such as lng or the liquefied natural gas cng lng you know the same thing or in fact in the you know in the far far future we we may see hydrogen or or biofuels coming into picture once their unit economics is proven so our turbine can actually create like a bridge for all those fuels because today even if you have to come up with an infrastructure let's take an example for an ev today Hmm. so an ev for them to be you know viable for them to be available for everybody to use or even for all the companies to start making one you have to put up charging infrastructure and why would they put up a charging infrastructure if there are no vehicles on the road so that's that's kind of enters into chicken and egg problem for that kind of a you know infrastructure based solution so our solution is infrastructure agnostic so today you can have diesel you know stations you can start making make use of this technology with diesel and then as the lng stations are coming or hydrogen stations are coming they can start shifting and start adopting over a period of time so it's not like that you have to depend on that particular infrastructure for this solution to be adopted so that's the biggest advantage okay so so let me summarize uh, your product so this product runs on multiple fuels there is a turbine that is converting those fuels into electricity which is then being stored in a battery and the battery is basically powering the um, the truck right yeah yeah okay okay and and why do you say that truck is the only market that that you are looking at uh, why is this technology not uh, let's say not viable or not uh, not useful for other uh, other vehicles let's say cars or any other uh, any other smaller vehicles uh, well uh, i wouldn't say it's not useful but the but the biggest problem you know as a startup that we could solve and where we feel that there is going to be very limited competition where we can create disruption where we can create a, you know like a market uh, disruption uh, kind of thing uh, mm. and open up a new market in some sense that is where the trucks are forming the biggest use case because for them to you know adopt certain low carbon solution is is not that easy because with batteries you're you're seeing you know two wheelers adopting it you know four wheelers have started adopting it but trucks there is very little traction on that front owing to you know certain challenges the battery pose in terms of its density i mean the weight of the battery in terms of the charging time and mm-hmm. the kind of distance that these trucks have to run the battery is going to take up humongous amount of the payload capacity 
So in fact, the the other companies globally are not really looking at pure EV solution for these kinds of heavy duty vehicles. They are coming up with you know either you know IC engine based hybrid solution or a fuel cell based hybrid solution. So this is one such hybrid solution uh, basically. Okay, so so okay, so battery power trucks, the trucks that run. So battery power trucks, that is the so this is the problem that we have seen that where where we can understand you know this is the problem that we can solve for long haul hmm. trucks and we hmm. can be in that play for a long duration. So it may so happen even if we enter into a car space or in let's say four wheeler space in any particular let's say even let's say uh, trucks which are let's say LCVs kind of trucks hmm. because hmm. they have a different requirement altogether which. Certain batteries are able to meet. Even if lithium batteries are not able to meet, some other batteries are underway which could meet. And none of those batteries, I would say, are capable of meeting the requirement of heavy duty trucks. Okay. Okay. So, so currently or in near future, there are no batteries that would be uh, no good enough for long haul trucks, and that's why uh, you have chosen that segment, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, now you talk about long haul trucks can you talk more on, on these type of trucks you know let's say in india we have about 6 7 lakhs commercial vehicles every year right so yeah. how many of these uh, trucks or how many of these vehicles can be electrified with your solution right so yeah so there are about uh, almost 1 million kind of trucks you know we can, we simply just categorize any commercial vehicle in, uh, as a truck but if you look at uh, this uh, these trucks which are the heavy duty or the long hauls they form typically 30 to 35% of that market around say 3 lakh kind of trucks are basically heavy duty ones hmm. and that's where the biggest uh, it's it's i would i would say it's a you know most lucrative market for any trucking oem because that's where the biggest bucks are hmm. and so that is the kind of market that we can completely you know shift to this technology over the next few years Okay, and uh, would this can this device be retrofitted in the existing trucks that have diesel engines? Uh, uh... Yes, so basically that is possible. But the only thing is, right now, since the supply chain everything needs to be established and the volumes have to be established, the cost of such retrofits are going to be exorbitantly high. Hmm. So it will make more sense for a truck operator to buy a new truck with this solution. Hmm. rather than you know retrofit his, his existing truck at this point but certainly once this technology is widely accepted retrofit will be the will be a much bigger market almost 5 to 6 times the you know new trucks market yeah. that we could be able, we'll be able to cater to okay and and uh, so so you are saying that these are these have to be new types of trucks which means uh, automobile companies or trucking companies need to build up a different product category altogether Right, uh, and right. they will also have to incur significant capex, and then they will have to build the supply chain around these new products. Yeah. Right. So, so how compelling are their requirements to go green? How, you know, why do you think they would want to undertake all this to create a new category of products altogether? So already we had they had this challenge of BS six that they had to you know uh, go through in twenty. 20 when they had to you know uh, get complied with the bs6 norms hmm. there they have spent like hundreds of millions of dollars just to meet those norms you know it's basically in fact they had bs4 a couple of years before that and they had to quickly shift to bs6 so th- this challenge of you know uh, adopting or reducing their emissions is going to be uh, you know long lasting it's not going to hmm. end and in 2023 okay. they have another thing coming coming waiting for them so we are basically 
having a one stop solution for them that hey you reduce your emission number uh, emission amount you reduce your carbon emission you are good for next 15 to 20 years and you don't have to worry and you are you're going to be far better than any global you know uh, play in terms of the emission norms today europe is setting the norms or california is setting the norms but with this india can actually come up with its own norm which is going to be far better than that and maybe globe can follow that so that is the biggest thing for them and in terms of uh, what they would need in terms of making this new truck so one good thing that we have figured out when we have worked with a few oem that we are working closely with them is they don't require like a complete change over per se Hmm. uh in terms of their 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 truck designs or anything like that all that they need to do is figure out their supply chain for the electric part and which is the motor which is the battery and other you know electric components that has to go whereas hmm. the turbine can use the existing supply chains of you know the ic engine based industry hmm. right so there is there is a lesser challenge over there is what they would they would believe and uh, the investment that they have to make is going to be like a one time investment that too for product development which is going to be maybe of the order of uh, maybe 15 20 million dollars or so hmm. and they they are going to be well suited for the next you know couple of decades and they have for your information you know many of them you might also be aware have already started working on electric buses so they have been having some plans and the same supply chain that they have started putting in place is going to be expanded going forward so i think there is some synergy so they they, they don't see that it's a significant uh you know like a uh you know away from what their current road map is so yeah. it, it certainly works in their scheme of things yeah okay so you have a point there that many of these companies are anyways making buses and and they are making electric buses and therefore supply chain is kind of getting ready yes okay okay and uh, and let's talk about numbers now do you have some sense yeah. of how you know how this new truck Uh, would mm-hmm. compare with the uh, existing IC trucks. So let's assume. Let's talk about Capex as well as Opex. So if I say that, let's assume a truck is costing sixty lakhs. Let's assume an IC truck is costing sixty lakhs, and, yeah. and maybe it is paying you know fifteen rupees per kilometer um, of mm-hmm. uh, for diesel. So how would unit economics of uh, new right. trucks, you know, your your uh, electric part electric truck, how would they play out? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I can give you some numbers and uh, off the top of my head. Right. So today, the diesel truck costs close to about twenty twenty five lakhs. You know, like okay. uh, that's their price. And every year, they spend around twenty twenty five lakhs on fuel. That's diesel. Okay. And another twenty lakhs on its maintenance. Huh. Whereas a truck will have a revenue of close to about fifty lakhs. So, hmm. if you now consider their payback, they they. Uh, only save about you know 4 5 lakhs uh, per year the truck operator and and basically it will take them 5 years or so something like that to basically mm-hmm. recover the truck's money mm-hmm. right that's 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 the current thing mm-hmm. and uh, even with you know their EMI or something like that it doesn't really get any better it's still you know a payback of 5 years mm-hmm. but when they shift to this technology you know just like in EVs we say you know the capex could be high the opex could be low Yes, the capex is going to go up in the in the interim period, maybe for the initial three five years when the technology is new and the volumes are not as great as you know an IC engine industry. Uh, the price could be almost two to two point five times, which is say about uh, uh, you know like fifty lakhs or something like that. Hmm. But the fuel consumption comes down by about thirty thirty five percent if they use only diesel. And the the moment they start actually doing LNG, 
it 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 basically comes down drastically because lng is cheap hmm. so so their previous fuel cost which was 25 lakhs can come down at least to 18 lakhs if they use only diesel and if they start substituting lng it can go as low as like 9 to 10 lakhs so they have like a big saving of about you know uh, 10 lakhs of at least and as high as 20 lakhs uh, going forward with which they'll be able to break even that you know the difference of uh, price of about say 30 lakhs or 25 lakhs in about 2 to 3 years mm-hmm. so that's the you know use case for them or that's the advantage for them and the life of the trucks is of these kind of turbine trucks is is far better than the diesel trucks so the savings the end of the end of the year i would say end of the life cycle not the year end of the life cycle savings is going to be four to five times so to summarize the diesel trucks they have to basically run for five years before they even start earning any penny mm-hmm. now in this case they they will start earning penny after second or the third year and then they will save almost four to five times by the 10th year so that's the use case for a truck operator and they are very well versed with this kind of a tco model for them to make purchases to make to purchase such kind of you know trucks hmm okay okay so so just like any other electric vehicle total cost of ownership compares favorably with the ic trucks yeah yeah okay yeah. and uh, you know we have already started seeing electrification of buses right at least mm-hmm. in the intra city segment we are we are seeing that and government is also promoting it and then yeah. you know on the other hand charging infrastructure while it is not there now but it can get developed over a period of time like over maybe in right. five years or six years so will will this you know will your technology still be relevant if, if let's say if electricity if electrification of truck becomes a possibility then will this this will this technology still be relevant so basically if you look at the possibility of that to happen it's a good thing to understand the timeline of it mm-hmm. so when you mentioned buses the thing is buses first of all form a very small amount of market so we we discussed like 1 million vehicles right right uh these heavy duty buses let's say even the heavy duty ones are uh, just around 30000 or 40000 okay and uh, most of them are actually running within the cities and when i say that they have hardly you know 150 200 kilometers to cover and they 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 can always stop at any station they can charge they they will have their overlay at a depot during lunch time so for a bus it's not a very strong case that we are building and it as you, as you rightly mentioned for certain solutions for sorry for certain application like buses a battery would be a better solution if not now maybe 10 years down the line when the costs are at par when the other ecosystems are uh, you know uh, the things are available in the overall ecosystem so however when we talk about truck the thing is if you try to understand for a truck Hmm. the truck first of all has to run about 400 500 kilometers in a day okay. non stop and even you know with the with the advent of the e-commerce and uh, you know companies like you know uh, rivigo and you know all these uh, big truck companies who have recently came out have been running their trucks continuously i mean like two three days and from delhi to chennai they can do in like three days without stop they just change their drivers so there are many models that are coming up to improve the efficiency of this trucking uh, logistics Hmm. So that is going to actually add more burden on this battery kind of solution because these guys don't want to stop their trucks for charging that's one thing hmm. and more importantly the battery solution today the density of the battery is uh, you know it at its best and it can further improve another 20 25% 
and what we need is a 10 times improvement so that for that solution to basically not impact the payload carrying capacity of the truck mm-hmm. and that is something that can only be offered by a hybrid solution which is the reason uh, yes you may see Daimler or Volvo are actually talking about fuel cell based vehicles in their you know current roadmap mm-hmm. and they are also talking about EVs trucks but those are different trucks which are not uh, 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 long haul they are class 5 or class 4 kind of trucks which are within the city so it's so the market is a little bit different in those countries and com- in, in india so in india if i were to then compare any trucks which is below 19 ton uh, say 16 ton or 12 ton or 8 ton they form that kind of a intracity kind of application or short distance maybe they'll do about 150 odd kilometers in a day but uh, long haul trucks i think it's a it's, it's a big it's a big journey for all of them and I think the OEMs that we are working with have also kind of acknowledged that particular fact. Okay, okay. So, uh, so the trucks that are doing uh, intercity and then that are uh, uh, you know long haul trucks, uh, you don't think the you know elect- electrification, pure electrification, is a solution in near term? No, it it won't be. So yes, so I think that that's the thing, and uh, absolutely you're right. Okay. And uh, Rohit, you are playing the long-term game. You, know? you have been at it now for more than five years and before your product gets commercialized, it could be another two, three years easily, right? And in this yeah. age of 10-minute delivery, this, this, this another five years can be a really long time. So how do you manage to keep going? <laughs> That's a good question. So I think there's a lot of uh, thing that drove in the beginning was the engineering passion to you know initially start a company after graduation and then actually build a technology and something that, that is not available in India. That was the initial push. Hmm. But you know as we you know started working with all the stakeholders, we had one of the oil PSUs give us a grant. You know all our uh, all our thought process, all our you know. Uh, you know, all our ideas got validated and when we are working with the trucking OEMs, huh. yeah, we know, you know, the, the timeline could be long because they have their own development cycle and obviously we need to raise our funds to be able to you know, make a product uh, uh, market ready. So we have a lot of confidence in our, uh, you know, in our, in our ideas, in our product. We have a very strong belief, yes, this thing will work and this is more important, this is what is needed. It's a need of the hour in terms of solving the uh, problem. Maybe this this company or this product may not have been possible five years back when there was not so much a push from the global, you know, uh, climate uh, mm-hmm. you know, police. I would like to say, <laughs> but and in fact, more importantly, the the OEMs were actually involved completely into their BS6 development. So they had a particular roadmap in front. But today, there is nothing that they know in terms of how will they be able to meet those things. Right. Because electrification is not happening, you know, fuel cell is way too expensive, EVs is, uh, you know, so all that, so there, there is very little clarity. So we are trying to bring in that clarity and I think this is the perfect time for for us, for a company like us to basically build a solution like this for them. Yeah, I, I think it takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing, Rohit. So congratulations on that and I hope we have many more entrepreneurs taking this path. Uh, thank you so much for this uh, exciting conversation and wishing you and your team best of luck. Thanks a lot, Bharti. Thank you for listening to the Green Business Podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to findtrain.com. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.